Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how are we doing today? I'm pumped. It's basketball season. Football season's almost over. It's time to shine. It's the real season that is college basketball. There you go. Uh, you can feel it in the air. You but- can feel it. It's cold in October. I'm complaining about the weather. It's a perfect time to be in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, it like it's the best month of the year weather-wise. I've had to Columbia. stop wearing shorts there unless I'm in my house working from home. So and that's, I'm just happy to put pants on. So you've dropped Lamont Casual. He's allowed to wear shorts now? Lamont Casual has wearing, worn shorts and short sleeve shirts. It's rare. It's like a sighting. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. a unicorn. Right. But but like now, now pants all the time. Uh, half zip, half zip hoodies. I've like, even rocked boots one day when I had to go in the office. Oh I rocked man. boots. I, I rock the boots all the time. And some Allbirds. You like the Allbirds slip-ons? That's when I know I'm getting old. I'm starting to love comfortable, com- comfortable shoes. When I found out I was getting old, I've started buying shoes from like a special shoe place. Foot Solutions out in Irmo. They're fantastic. Do they have the Doctor Shoals? No, it's 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 not. It's like it's like not. It's better than that stuff. It's better than Doctor Shoals. Dude, dude t- being a teacher on your feet all the time, it destroys your feet. It, it's terrible. It's terrible. So it sounds like you're a Home Depot Lowe's worker that has to have those good Skechers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Every time I go into those and I see like, what kind of footwear, they're like, man, they've got these Skechers and they're solid. Yeah. But anyway, people are tuned in to hear a couple of 30-something-year-olds talk about shoes. But we have some news for our listeners of the show. Our sponsor, Modern, Modern Exterminating. Exterminating. Oh, we, we practiced that. We did not. They are going to be offering listeners of the show the GBO discount. That's right. So when they call in. So this year, uh all basketball season this year, ten percent off your first pest control when you call modern exterminating numbers eight oh three seven six five two three one five and you're gonna ask for the GBO discount. Ten percent off your first pest control. Your first pest control treatment and we just wanna thank our sponsor and um, the owner, Glenn Matthews, great guy. Listener of the pod. And if you find us at a basketball game, chances are you're finding Glenn too. Season ticket holder with yeah. us sitting right next to yeah. us. Anyway, Glenn Matthews, great guy. Give them a call and ask for that GBO discount. Again, that's 803-765-2315 or whatbugsyou at pestfreesc.com. Pestfree is all one word there. They know what's bugging you. Oh, they... And it won't be bugging you anymore. And right now, there's nothing bugging us right now because it's basketball season. Let's get into it. So the AP Bowl came out. The women, number one. Number one, like there was any doubt. Um, They they ended the year national champs, number one. They start the season, number one. You and I were talking this week, and we were going, well, it's going to be a story if somehow they put us at number two or number three, and we're going to go on the pod and lose it. Right. Like normally, like last year, when we were talking about doing the pod, we wanted to make sure to do it after the preseason poll. We're talking about doing the the preseason preview show here. And it's like, well, I guess we need to see the preseason poll because if we're not number one, that would be a whole other podcast all into itself. We would just go on our rant. Oh, we would have gotten wild. They're the, they're the they're defending national champions. They lost, what, one game last season? Correct. On a buzzer beater, right? And they're basically returning the entire team. But Henderson, Henderson's gone to the WNBA draft. We have Fletcher, the Georgia Tech transfer at point 
fifth year senior. Yeah. And then you have pretty much seniors. You have Aaliyah Boston, Bree Beal, Amma Hare, Saxton, Zaya Cook. Zaya Cook. And you got two freshman girls. Five stars. And then you have the sophomore studs from the year before number one class. You have, well, Rivers transferred to NC State. Right. Tough loss, but not killer loss. But Raven Johnson's back from the ACL surgery. That's correct. And then you got um, Bree Hall. She's back. And you got Fegan, the, the center, back as well. And then you left out uh, Cardoso. Cardoso, the junior, only junior, 6'7", yeah. played for her national team yeah. for Brazil. Looked great. I just hope she gets a little meaner this year. You know what I mean? I want that mean. I want that Aaliyah Coates. Is right. it Aaliyah? Elena. Elena, Elena Coates, the yeah. elbows. We oh, need yeah. some elbows, that yeah. anger, yeah. the flick of the hair. Love that. So we just ran down everybody returning on the roster. Let's get into the starting five here. I think without it, there's only really one question, but I think without a doubt, it's going to be Boston and Saxton uh, at the four and the five. Right. And then Beal and Cook. Um, and then there's just there's one more guard in here, and it's got to be Fletcher. The uh, I think it's going to be transfer. I think it's going to be Fletcher, and I'm thinking that you know Raven Johnson might push her because she was that talented before she got hurt. But Fletcher had a couple good years at Georgia Tech, sat out last year, has one more year, transferred to us, five nine, pretty much the same size as Henderson, so. We'll be shorter on the point guard side again, but if they're you know they play the best, it doesn't really matter right. their height. And and really, like as long as they can just handle the ball, this team, you know, the other four, they're all seniors or super seniors. And uh, you know, like Saxton wasn't even supposed to be back, but because of COVID, she's gotten that extra year. Which wasn't there an article about how like all of them have an extra year? Our boy David Kloniger. <laughs> has to be a fan of the show. We're a fan of him. He uh, posted an article this week that was talking about how technically because of COVID, Boston has another year. Amma Hare has another year. Cook has another Cook year. Cook has another year. Beal has another year. <laughs> now, Saxton is the sixth year. She's using her COVID year, so Saxton doesn't have another year. Cardosa has two more years. Yeah. Technically three more years. Junior, senior, and COVID. So... You could have Cardoso for a lot longer. So the, the the real steal here would be if Boston decided to stay. Like obviously this, we're now talking way into the future after this year. But uh, but it's scary to think that we can just return pretty much almost the whole team again. But here's the other thing, is that the landscape of NIL now, especially in women's basketball, is that maybe not Aaliyah Boston or Zaya Cook, but a lot of these girls are going to be making more in college with Carolina than their starting WNBA salary. Then they're starting and so like why don't why not stay? I mean, you're the best team, you're the best players on the best team in college basketball. Yeah. Enjoy it and get paid. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but it it would be interesting to see all them come back. But let's talk this year. We got two new freshman recruits that came in, five stars, two local players from South Carolina. The number 12 player, the number 18th player. Ashlyn Watkins from Cardinal Newman, 6'3", center, can dunk, 
Yeah, she dunked in the McDonald's All American game. She's good and or it wasn't the it wasn't the game. She dunked in like the practice. No, it was the things they do the night before, like the three point shootout, like the the skill challenge. Yeah, yeah, in the skills challenge, she dunked in the skills challenge. I would love if one of these girls on our team dunks oh, in a man. game. We just can't get those breakaways for a dunk, but that would I mean, be every, great. Every time Emma Hare goes on the breakaway, it's just like everybody, everybody, you know. Like, All right, and then, and then we have Talasia. Talasia Cooper, number 18 player in the country from East Clarendon in South Carolina. Six-foot point guard, like the height. Love the height. Nothing against the shorter point guards, but it's kind of like, I call it the Yukon system. They always have those yeah. six-foot point guards. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. So she's the perfect size for that. So two five-stars coming in. It's pretty nice when the local players, you know, even one girl that's like five miles from campus, just five stars in your backyard. Yeah, I mean, like that was Asia Wilson. That's the that's been the model, is uh, is is recruit. If you are a highly ranked player in the state of South Carolina, you're coming to South Carolina. Like like that's it's just that's Don's system. Well, when you win all the time and you win titles and you make the tournament every year, it's very easy to recruit. Yeah. All right. So then we have also there's a rule this or the changing of the rules of the NCAA tournament this year. You know, your first two rounds are at the host top four seed schools. And then the next round is in Greenville. Okay. And then the following round will be in Greenville. So we can actually stay in South Carolina. And I believe the SEC tournament is in Greenville. So hang on. So 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 the first weekend is at is at the host school. Is at the host school. So you have the SEC tournament. We're at home. Right. First rounds are at the host school. The second round, instead of being at the host school, they're now in green. Well, the first and second rounds are in the in the yeah. the home for the top four seeds. Then the next two rounds are in Greenville. And then we go to the final four. Correct. Okay. So it's gonna be a situation where we can stay in the state of South Carolina till the final four. That's awesome. Look That's that. really cool. Anyway, I yeah. just wanted to mention that that the stars are aligning to not even leave the state, so we'll have great crowds. Things are looking good. So, AP poll came out. We're number one. Um, Dawn Staley, I believe she got Coach of the Year. Aaliyah Boston, preseason Player of the Year. Her and Cook, first team All SEC. Yeah. What more? What more can you like? Sweep the awards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like literally, the only real question about this roster that we even have is just. Is who's gonna fill in for for Henderson? You, you know, hopefully it's Cook, uh, being a little more consistent, consistently having one, you, you know, a great game. But, but point guard wise, it's Fletcher and Johnson. Yeah, at least you have two players fighting for it. Love yeah. that. Unless the East Clarendon High, you know, but, that's true. Uh, but there's a lot of options, a lot of five star options. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's really it. Preseason number one. So the preseason polls come out, and um, and so. Some of our friends, you know, I, I would say some of the usual suspects are up there. So, like last year, clearly we had a lot of ranked teams. We th- played. There was we played a lot of ranked teams. There was there was five really good women's teams that I thought were a cut above everybody else. Right. And it was it was us, Louisville, Connecticut, NC State, and Stanford. Uh, we played all of them, but Louisville in the regular season. We played Louisville in the Final Four. Right. They're all back. Stanford's number two. They're the team to beat. They still have um, Haley Johnson and um, Cameron Cameron Brink. Cam, yeah, Cameron Brink. Right. Uh, 
coming back, and we're going to be playing them pretty soon. Right, and then SEC, I'm not going to say it's a little bit down this year, but only three ranked teams, including us. Yeah, you have us. Tennessee and LSU. Yeah. Mulkey at LSU already has them you know, ranked now. They're going to be a powerhouse. Ten- but, Tennessee's top five. But usually you have five ranked teams. So I would say SEC maybe a little down this year. But then let's start going through the schedule. So total, we have what, three SEC. What's funny when you go through this schedule is that it's going to be less ranked teams than you, you know than we normally play. And here we're going to play like four ranked non-conference opponents. So you like, have, so you have, we play UConn later in the, you know, during the SEC stretch. And then we have a co- only three ranked? Four. Four. We play, uh, we play Stanford, we play Connecticut, we play Maryland, and we play San Diego State. South Dakota State. That's what I meant to say. Um, First South- time being preseason ranked. Yeah. So you have those with their SEC. So I don't think we're going to have the you know ranked teams. What did we beat? 14, 15 ranked teams last year? It was, it was like half the schedule. It right. was 50. Like every other game was a ranked opponent. So anyway, we're going to go through the schedule and we'll kind of give you our feel of win or loss. So let's get started. Exhibition. I can't remember the last time we had an exhibition in October. Is it's that ha- rare? It's Halloween. it's Halloween night, isn't it? It is. Hall- I, I guess it. I think it is Halloween. October thirty first. Do you is go Halloween. out? Do is you put on game? an outfit and go, you know, into the streets? Absolutely not. Me either. Don't want to get arrested. All right. So exhibition against Benedict. And Benedict then, should say a prayer. That's yeah. going to be a beat down. Yeah. That might be one of those hundred to yeah. twelve. And then you got the first game of the season, Monday, November seventh, East Tennessee State, eight thirty, late, Ugh. late, late start. Thirties late. Are they doing something like pregame or something? Is that is that why? Because eight thirty is a weird start. And I time do too. and I do dinner at five o'clock, so I don't. I might have to take you, a nap. You have gotten old. You know, I used to go to Ryan's Steakhouse to the four thirty buffet. Oh man, stop talking. I'm dating myself. All right, so East Tennessee State win or loss, Sumter. It's going to be a win. All right, second game, November eleventh at Maryland, the ranked game. They're number seventeen. Yeah. First test, like and like it's on the said, road. You got to be ready for it. We, not last year, but I think the year before, um, when they no no the year that they were unbeaten, and we didn't play the NCAA. No, well I, last I, year we it was like the second or third game we were at NC State. Yeah, and we yeah. didn't and we and we didn't play very well. Right, we didn't play very well at NC State, but we still came out with a win. But there's been one year in recent memory where we went in and played a game on the road against a ranked team, and I think it might have been NC State, and we got beat. And they beat us at home. Oh, it was at home. They beat yep, us at I was home. at that one. Yep. They beat us at home. It was early on, and everybody was all afraid. I think it was the it was the final it was the four co- year. It, it was, was the final four year where they lost to Stanford in the final four. Right. Yeah. And um, the COVID season, limited seating. R- right. Yeah. Yep. In the limited seating year, and uh, just these ranked opponents early on. Like, if you don't come out with your best game. You know, Destiny Henderson isn't going to be there to save us in the third quarter. But I like, like that we're playing an early ranked team on the road. It really says what kind of team do you have very quickly. I, I love how Dawn schedules. Like the reason we're not playing a ton of ranked teams this year is mainly because there's not as many ranked teams in the SEC, which could also change as we get into the season. And also November is great because you have men's and women's basketball mixed in with that other sport that we don't talk about right. all in the same month. Just action games every other night. Love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So win or loss, Maryland? I think it would be tough, but I think I, we I win. Think we can win that. I mean, th- 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 this is going to be a common theme. You and I are going to think we can win every game. Carry but, on. hey, 
We, we will. So we go Carolina at Clemson. I think we've beaten them like 14 years in a row. Yep. We'll beat them again. Yeah. Then we play at Stanford. That's so going to be tough. West Coast. West yeah. Coast game. And again, like I said, they're number two. All right. This is the game. This is the game where I think that, I mean, we could easily lose. I mean, Stanford. Gotta have your best game. Um, and just remember when they played us last year, we got down 17 in the first half at home. It, it, it was, and what do we say during that pod? If this was a way, we would have lost the game. Oh, if it hadn't, if we hadn't played them at Colonial Life, we would have lost. Uh, the, the, it, it is the, I've said this a bunch of times since that game, but that game was hands down one of the best basketball environments I've ever been in. And uh, I thought the roof was going to come off of the Colonial Life Arena in that third quarter. But, uh, but so Stanford's number two, fortunately, Bryce, guess what? What's that? The holes have graduated. What's that holes? No, the holes, Lexi hole and Lacey hole, the twins, the twins have graduated and we don't have to deal with them anymore. They gave us trouble last year. Um, and the year before, but, uh, but they still have Cameron Brink that, that really tall, really good center. And they still have Haley Jones. Who's just awesome. And also another reason why, so we get that, I think we can get the win, but that's going to be the game where we go, I mean, it's a toss-up. Oh, like Top five matchup on the road, toss-up. We can win that, but honestly, they might. this might be the first game we've played in a long time in which we are not favored to win, in which, in which, Whoa, Stanford, yeah. in which Stanford is actually favored. You know, number two at home. But that will be the prove-it game. Are we that dominant like oh, we were last year? You'll know pretty quickly. If we win this game... Four games I could, in. I could four, be one of the toughest people we, on the schedule with it. You know, UConn page is hurt. Yeah, so if we win this game four games in, like, I mean, I think we can start talking. I think we can realistically start talking running the table and uh, and putting national championship as the like sees as the expectation. What's like, the goal coming every year now is final four. Yeah, the goal is final four. But right. I think if we win this game, I think we can start talking undefeated season, national championship, or bust. And you talk about how you love Don Staley and scheduling. The next game at Cal Poly in California, they're just going to stay out there and chill in California. Love it. Get the win. Big win there. Probably be a blowout. Then we play Hampton at home. Any problem with the MEAC? No. All right, we get the W. Then we have UCLA at home. They're always in the top five in recruiting. I think that will be difficult. Are they ranked? They are not ranked. They received 26 AP poll votes. If you if you kept ranking the right. teams getting votes, they'd be 27. They're usually either ranked or close to it. So that I think that will be a little bit tougher game. I think we can get the win. Any question there? Yeah, that's at home, right? That's right. Yeah. And then we play Memphis at home. I, no, no problems. We're winning every game in Colonial Life this then year. Then we play Liberty. But then we play South Dakota State, which we we play a lot of those Dakota schools. Are we going to Dakota? No, it's no, it's, it's no, no, it's in, it's in Sioux Falls, South okay. Dakota. So, so I'm just happy um, I pronounced that right. Very good. Uh, so that could be tough. I just don't know why we keep playing home and you know home and away, home and home, whatever with South Dakota State or North Dakota State or North Dakota South Dakota. Well, they're they are ranked. They're good. Um, didn't we? Didn't one of the years, um, one of the years after, after, maybe after we won the national title with Asia, with Asia Wilson. Yeah. D- did we go to? Did they host us in the NCAA? We tournament? had an NCAA tournament in, year. Yeah. In South Dakota. Right. Yeah. So um, they're number twenty-three. 
It'll be one of those difficult games. They always play tough. Ranked, but I, ranked teams right. on the road. You got to bring your best game. Right. And then you got two blowouts coming up. Charleston Southern and Coastal at home. So we could start the year 12-0, maybe 11-1, depending on the Stanford game. But well, there's no problem, even if we happen to lose that it, game. It also depends on this team's identity. Because right. if this team, like, in these ranked games that we played last year, in which we won them all, I mean, this team was a buzzer beater away from going undefeated last year. Right? Right. And so, and that like, game was a, just a flute game right. against Missouri and their backups. Every time when we didn't show up or the wheels were coming off, what happened in the third quarter? Destiny Henderson put the team on her back. 10, 15, 0 runs. And, uh, and they were all, and they were all her, you, you know, fast breakaway layups, getting steals, right. kicking it into gear. And if this team can't replace her, then they're going to lose one or two of these ranked teams on the road. I mean, we're playing three of them. Right. You know, San Diego State, Maryland, and, you know, number two in Stanford. Right. All right, we get into SEC play right before the New Year's. Texas A&M, usually ranked, but Blair yeah. finally retired. I yeah. think you're going to see a drop-off in A&M. I think that's a big blowout. And then you have at Georgia. Georgia two years ago had a little run. Last year they kind of faded back down, and they lost their coach. Texas A&M, I believe, hired the Georgia coach yeah. that was dominant at Georgia. So at Georgia, get the win. Auburn, I think, is a dweller, bottom dweller. We blow yeah. them out. Not worried about that. And then at Mississippi State, not the at Mississippi. Not used, the at Mississippi used State. To used to be a little scary when, yeah. when um, what was the guy's name I that went to name. Uh, Texas? I forget his name. I wanted to say Ben Hallen, but that is, <laughs> that, that is a men's. former men's yeah. coach. So anyway, at Mississippi State, win. At Kentucky, always a little troublesome at Kentucky. You know, they play. They don't play in Rupp. They play in the, the small volleyball arena. So I think we get the win there. But then that comes up with that matchup with Missouri at home. Do you think, I mean, I'm going to call it the payback game. Are we going to beat the crap out of them? I want to beat the crap out of them. It's going to be one of those where we need to score 100 in the SEC play just to really like, stick it to them. Like the, the phrase, leave no doubt. Love that. You, you know, just like like run it up, leave no doubt. Just beat them. Uh, so, for whatever reason, Missouri's been our Achilles heel right. in SEC play. Um, we had and, and then we had that tiff with them, you know. And then the Sophie Cunningham girl, she gone. Yeah, and and we had that little tiff with them and and everything. But then last year, I mean, they're the the we would have had an undefeated season, you, you know, if if not for um, if if not for the loss to them, you know, in the. Um, in the in just the regular season, they won on a buzzer beater. Well, let's see. Hopefully, we beat the crap out of them. Then we play at Vandy, who Vandy was picked the last in the conference, so yeah, I smell worried. blowout city. And then you got Arkansas, who's – I mean, I think Arkansas, whoever they have come in, I think they only recruit three-point shooters. They always lead the SEC in three-point shooting. They shoot it in bulk, but I think we get that win – at Alabama, I think that's one of those another blowout. I think we've beaten them like 20, 20 times in a row. Kentucky at home. And then that leads into at UConn in Hartford, Connecticut without Paige Burkers. Yeah. So they but, got a, they got two five-star girls in the top five recruiting last year. Th- I mean, what this, do you think? This stinks. Like, like uh, Paige Beckers is – the best non-South Carolina basketball player in women's basketball right now. Right. Like the only person I would say 
is better than her. She's getting a lot of sponsorships too. Yeah, but the only person that, like Aaliyah Boston, you, you know, you, was more dominant than her last year, and obviously she was hurt for half for half of the season. But uh, she's really good. She's really scary when you play them, and um, and and it just stinks. It just stinks when a star player in your league tears their ACL. And it's just out for and the season. And you're not playing them at their best. You're not but gonna, they're going to be tough tests regardless. Oh, I mean, it's UConn. <laughs> if, and hey, if we, 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 we were talking about our five stars. Right. I'm sure they've got some too. But we have never won in, at UConn. So that's something that we need to get off the back. We've never won there. That, that's we true. We almost won two years ago. But you remember Boston missed that one foot put back? Yeah. And then we lost in overtime because Paige was just hitting bucket after bucket after bucket. We we did beat them three times last year. That is true. <laughs> like, like we beat them three times. Uh, twice with Paige, once without. Two neutral sites and, and in Colonial Life. No, we canceled one of the games. You remember we canceled the game later in the year to make up for a game that was missed for Ole Miss. That's right. But it, and it was when Paige was hurt. I'm sorry. We we could have played them three times, but we, we end up only playing them twice. Yeah, my bad. Pardon me. That's all right. You're not perfect. I was just I I, knew, I was just I had committed to memory that we were just that we whooped Connecticut last we year. We would have beat them three times. Oh though. yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, the UConn game because it's at Connecticut, I think it's going to be one of those toss up games, even without Paige. So we'll see what happens. Then we finish up at Auburn. But then we have LSU. I'm actually, this is probably the most exciting home game that I'm looking forward to. LSU's on the up and up with Mulkey, the former Baylor coach, has made them a winner and a winner quick. That will be a big game at home. Then you finish Florida at Ole Miss. Ole Miss lost their star power forward center to the draft. She went top five. Then at Tennessee, Tennessee's always has five stars. They're ranked. I think that will be, you know, LSU at home. And then, of course, Tennessee. Those will be our tough SEC games. We lose occasionally in Knoxville. Yeah, a little worried about that game? It, I, I, yeah, A, it's in Knoxville. B, you know, they're number five. Like, they're preseason number five. Like, like uh, we're playing good teams on the road this year. But we'll be ready and battle-tested by the end of the year. That's true. So, they'll be a little worried about that one. And then we finish up. With Georgia, we'll blow them out. They're picked 13th in the conference. So, outside of, uh, you know, you're going to have that LSU home game, the UConn away game, the at Tennessee away game, yeah. few ranked teams in the preseason or non-con. I mean, what kind of year? You, you got 18 conference games. No, I'm sorry, 16 conference games, 13 non-con. I mean, we're gonna be. We're gonna have a top five. Yet. So it could be thirty-one and zero. Could be thirty and one. Could have two or three losses. You never know. I don't think they go undefeated. Okay, it's hard I, to go I, undefeated. I don't think they go undefeated because. So I said at the start that we're playing only four out of conference ranked teams. I meant early. Only right. four out of conference ranked teams early. We're actually playing five out of conference ranked teams. But see, like last year, we played a really, really, really tough schedule. But after the NC State game, it was all at home. Or it was on an, at a neutral site in the Bahamas. Whereas, like this year, it's all on the road. I mean, we have number two, number six, and number five on the road this year. Um, not to mention we're going to not to mention number twenty three and number seventeen on the road. And so, most of our ranked games that we're playing, we're playing on the road. We're going to drop one or two of them. 
We're just going to, you know, like, like we can't expect to win bad, all of them. But I kind of want us to lose one to make sure we can, you know, that's the teaching moment. It's not, yeah. there's nothing wrong with losing a game early as long as you just don't lose it in the tournament. L- losing that Mizzou game last year helped us too. It helped us. Yeah. It kind of helped us blow out everyone else Th- after they were, that. They were starting to not play great and they were starting to lean on getting down early and coming back. And in the Mizzou game, they just didn't come back. Right. You know, um, Part of last year's team's success was the games at home. You know, that Stanford game we lose on the road. That Maryland game last year, we potentially lose if that's on the road. Right. The the neutral site UConn game, if that had been in stores, we might have lost it. Right. You know, and so, um, like, every game at Colonial Life, I think they're going to win. I think the best team we play at Colonial Life is what uh, San we'll Diego... Be- no, it's... Uh, is it is it UCLA? Well, UCLA is not really ranked, but that's kind of the biggest. You yeah, know, most of our stuff's away. Away ranked games are what's happening mostly. You have Maryland's s- away, Stanford's away, South Dakota State's away. Yeah, Yukon's yeah. Yukon's away. away. Tennessee's really, away. that's why I'm saying I think it's really UCLA and LSU are gonna be your big home games. It's not a lot of big home games on the stretch. Yeah, that's it. So we'll see what happens, but I mean. I mean, I think we're both saying that we should be projected for the Final Four. We'll be a one seed. I, I don't know what this team's going to do, but this team this team is going to be a one seed. Right. And this team should make it to the Final Four. Because by the by the end of the year, we'll know who the cream of the crop is. In, and, and, uh, and see, especially in women's ball, there's always like four, four or five teams that are in this level of getting to the Final Four. We'll know who they are. You know, like... Like the final four were the three number one seeds and UConn, who was the number two, because they're because they played half the year without Beckers. If UConn had played the whole year without Beckers, they would have been a one seed, and there would have been four number one seeds in the in the in the final four. All right, well that's our women's season preview. Now I did want to talk about we do have two recruits that committed this week. Yeah, for the twenty twenty three class is it twenty twenty three? Yeah, twenty twenty three. Two four stars, which we usually don't mention four stars around here. Yeah. But I trust Dawn and I have no doubts in her recruiting, but just not five stars. Usually it's only five, but let's see here. So we have the number 25, which is the number, you know, Tessa Johnson, one spot out of the five star range, 5'10 guard. And then you have number 40, Sonia Ja. Wing six one, perfect size for a wing at six one. And so, th- th- these seem like they're two pretty good players. Um, here's the other thing that I would probably put into consideration. I mean, if we revisit what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, we're looking. Depending on what happens with COVID, we're looking at losing Boston, Saxton, Beal, Cook, um, the Georgia Tech. Fletcher. Uh yeah, Fletcher. So that's the entire starting five right there off the off the jump that, right. that we're that we're looking at losing. And then Amahair potentially could come back. I think Amahair and Beal will be back. Right. But but so we're looking at losing five to six or seven players. Gonna have to reload. And what I think Dawn could be doing is just making sure she's got a couple of bodies. Like making sure she's got some some good, decent players right. to wear she can now run after like there's going to there's going to be five stars in the class and now she can go chase down some five stars but 
but she doesn't have to hit them all. Right. You know, like, like she can, if she gets, if she's got five that she likes, she can get two or three of them and that's a class. She doesn't have to land all five. Well, she's had a few five-star visits in the last couple months. So you've had Chloe Kitts. Yeah. Ford 6'2 out of Florida. Deal. She's going to be good. She can dunk. And then you have Aliyah Del Rosario, 6'5 center, number seven player who's visited and we're in, we're favored with. So there's only a few top 25 players left. So that was just a couple of five stars that we are in the top two or three with. And I think they'll be committing either right before the season or, you know, towards the. Because I believe the early signing period's in December. So, yeah, let's see what happens there. But anyway, a couple of recruits already locked in or birdies in the nest, like Dawn likes to say, and then a couple five-stars announcements coming up. All right, that is the South Carolina anything, women's uh, preview. What else we got? Anything bugging you, Bryce? What is bugging me this week? Well, the, thinking on the season for the women, the only thing that's going to bug me is we always struggle with free throws. And it'd be nice to have a year that we're not complaining about free throws. Your thoughts? We're, we're gonna. It's gonna be one of the down spots of the team. We're gonna struggle with free throws. We got a lot of five stars, but sometimes they just struggle to make free throws. The other thing that this team is gonna do, and they're gonna win some games this way, and it's gonna, and it's it's gonna feel frustrating at times, but. We're going to win games the way we won the national championship, and that's by playing defense and getting rebounds. Are you and telling me it's all about buckets? No. You're telling me it's the opposite about <laughs> buckets. I'm telling you it's about not buckets, about having them not score buckets. But uh, but so, like, like Bree Beal's going to – like like that. She's we, missed defense. It's, yep. it, we're going to play games a lot this year like we played in that, in that Louisville Final Four matchup where Beal held Haley Van Lith to, like, no points, basically – and we got all, and we got every rebound imaginable. Right. I mean, and, we dominated defensively in all the games. The yeah. only game that was somewhat close was that North Carolina game. Yeah, but just like, like we might, we might see like a fifty-two, forty-seven, you know, like, like, like drag like this right. year that might that might bug the fan base a little bit. Other than that, you know, n- nothing really, nothing bugging me about being number one. And if people, you know, call and use the GBO discount, yeah. there's going to be nothing bugging their homes. That's right. Again, the GBO discount coming at you from our friends at Modern Exterminating. Uh, we know what bugs you. And they do a lot of the state, not all of the state, but they do yeah. the Midlands and areas surrounding. Um, what bugs you at PestFreeSC.com? And what's that number they can call? 803 765 Two three one five. All right, we got the men's preview coming early next week. Yeah, just be on the lookout. Pretty exciting for the men coming up. We'll yeah. have something to talk about. We had a star recruit over the summer, I believe. Commit I, and we, sign, I think. Yeah, I, I, we might have already been talking about it a little bit, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have the men's thing coming up, and um, yeah, and then and then come come and find we might us have at colonial and, life, and we might have a special visitor. Maybe. We'll see. For the next pod. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, it's going to be an exciting year for the women. We'll see you next week when we're talking men's basketball. Go Cox. GBO out.